Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Locke throws long pass down the far sideline, caught over the shoulder, it's grabbed, Smith and Virginia, touchdown, touchdown, Seattle, touchdown, the Seahawks have taken the lead. We're breaking the huddle, I knew Jax had the one-on-one, good reminder from Shane in the headset, I said, hey Jax, if you're one-on-one, I'm throwing you this pill, sure enough, gave us a one-on-one look, corner was soft, Jax hit him with some speed. Back pylon, back box throw, came down with it. You know, uh, that's Drew Locke from yesterday, courtesy of Westwood One Radio, last by, night, I should say. By the way, Lisa Salters did a great job with him after the game and just yeah, letting that flow because he was kind of in his feelings a little bit. You know, it was a big win for him, a mm-hmm. uh, big moment for him, at least. And if you recall, he was signed before the 2022 season, and most people believed he would be the starter. Um, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he got engaged in that that. Mm-hmm quarterback battle with Geno Smith, Geno ultimately winning it. So last night, you know, 22 of 33 for 208, a touchdown, and that 92-yard game winner, um, you know, it, it was it was, it was was good to see. Uh, it was a great – you talk about stories. That was a great story for him last night, getting that game-winning yeah. that, that game touchdown at the end. Jalen Hurts, not himself last night, 17 to 31. He didn't look like he, if you. He looked sick. On he the looked side sick sitting on the bench. He yeah. just looked in his eyes. He looked like he was half out of it. I was sitting yeah, thirteen next, carries for eighty two and two touchdowns though. Sitting mm-hmm. next to someone last night I was like he just looks like you know like yeah I'm just here so I don't get fined like yeah. you know you need to be there. But the but game you, started. He was. I go. He's sick. Yeah. You can see it in his eyes. He just did not look well. Mm. Yeah. And the Eagles have now dropped three in a row. Remember we did this this exercise last week at the most vulnerable team in the NFL. I said the Eagles because they were flying high. They were the Kings. They were the baddest team on the planet. Then they got punked back-to-back weeks by the 49ers and the Cowboys. When that happens, you're tarnished a great bit because you start doubting yourself now. Now they go on a roll, and they could have lost that game against the Seahawks either way. But it looks even worse now that you go on a roll, get that loss, and that's three in a row. Well, I mean, they got demolished two weeks in a row. You got the 49ers, you got the Cowboys, and now you lost to the Seahawks. Yeah, things are, you know, they look like they're unraveling. They're still one of the best records in the league. But they used to be 10-1, and and they're not anymore. Yeah. Uh, How vulnerable are they right now, Jeremy? Uh, I mean, I'd say very with uh, their their back end is leaky. The secondary has issues. Um, The pass rush, for whatever reason, now isn't getting there. Like, I didn't think that when you had a hobbled Geno Smith um, and then, of course, uh, Drew Locke coming in, like those are guys that I think you can get after that can make mistakes that will hold on to the ball too long, and we just didn't have it last night. And you know, for whatever reason, you you look at the last two minutes of the game and that drive that they put together against mm-hmm. this new defensive coordinator, give him a new look, and you let Drew Locke right down the field, and you you heard it what he said. I mean, they have they have three. I know they're not all first round talents because Lockett and Metcalf weren't drafted in the first round, but let's be honest, they've had 
first round receiver type careers where they're they've been really good. And then you add I mean, in now Metcalf would have been if not for the suspicions around. Yeah. Him. And and the other thing, Lockett was a slot guy that, mm-hmm. you know, we just we've seen him for years. And then now you add in JSN and you hear it. You you get singled up. People have been talking about his separation all year long, just he wasn't getting the targets and then now coming through with a big play there. But I, I just think Philadelphia's got to put it together. I think their schedule's easy down the stretch, but I don't know that's going to convince me that they're still a team to beat in the NFC. They lost their third in a row. Here is Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles, after the game. I've been talking about execution all year. Been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page, and we didn't execute. I don't think we were we're all were uh, committed enough. You know, just just got to turn it around. You know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that, about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know know that I had a dictionary on me now. um, Excuse me. I don't know how else to say. I don't know if you want to question your team's commitment at this time of the season, Ed. Mm -hmm. Not as quarterback. I don't know if that was a smart move. I'm not what? Dude, yeah. you threw two interceptions and no touchdowns. Your passer rating was 40.1. You're going to question my commitment? You set yourself up for a lot. Offensive lineman, I'm out here busting my hump for you. And you yeah. question my – I don't know if a quarterback wants to make that. That's a statement that a wide receiver can make and get re- get away with because a quarterback's always going to go and coddle him and say, but come on, man, let's go, because he needs the wide receiver. I don't know if a quarterback wants to make that, that comment, man. No, I, I don't. He, and uh, – Hearing him again, looking at him and hearing that little exchange, he sounds like he's really sick. Yeah. He needs to just go, just go to bed, son. <laughs> go, go get some rest. You just don't sound well, good. And it makes me wonder, too. Like He kind of called himself after saying that. Like He didn't call anybody out specifically, and I think he was trying to give one of those broad answers, like, hey, we, just, we all got to have a commitment to this. And not, mm-hmm. He didn't mention anybody by yeah, name. Yeah, but, but he had a chance to clean it up when the reporter asked him, what do you mean by that? And he got he became a smartass by saying, I don't have a dictionary with me. That, that, that's, that, had, that had bad intent. Okay. That, that had bad intent. You had a chance to clean it up when the reporter circled back and asked you what you meant by that. You could have cleaned it up. You didn't. You left it there. That's, I'm telling you, it's not going to go over well. You clean it up. That's not, no, that's not going to go over well. I'm telling you, you don't, you don't, you don't make comments like that. Not as a quarterback. Doug in Savannah Park. What's up, Doug? Hey, what's up, y'all? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I uh, have a question about last night game. When when um, that moment when the quarterback his knee went down and uh, and Pete Carroll called a timeout before the next play, then Philly got the opportunity to see the replay, see that his knee was down and that he actually lost yardage, so he threw the red flag. How is it that? It, why isn't it that when he called a, when Pete Carroll called the timeout that that last play wasn't negated? Well, you can't do they, that because then other coaches would um, call timeouts to, to hurry up and negate anything that could be challenged on the next play. Right. So you can't do it that way. Um, you know, there is something to be said too about a challenge. I, I, I'm trying to remember this play from last night because I don't recall it, but the. Um, that if you're challenging a play and then you did, like, let's say you called a timeout and the other team challenges that you should get that timeout back. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that should yeah. happen. Oh, absolutely. But um, yeah. but I don't think they can do it the other way because you just leave too many things up to the gray area. Like, if I threw a pass down the field and my receiver's looking at me like you didn't catch it, why wouldn't I just call a timeout? Oh, now you can't challenge it. You know, and I'll say this also. Um, speaking of knees down, I was watching the Manning cast last night. 
Mm-hmm. And on Jalen Hurts' first touchdown, I think it was Eli was saying, oh, his knee's down. They're going to challenge that, or, or every touchdown is, 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 is reviewable. Oh, I guess they didn't see his knee down. I'm thinking to myself, Eli, his knee was down. Nobody touched him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not college football. Yeah. Jalen yeah. Hurts' knee hit the ground, but nobody ever touched him. He was just lunging forward. Well, the, the other thing, too, where they, they talked about the, the tush-push, the brotherly shove. Right. Did you see the latest thing where they're saying Kelsey moves the ball? He moves the ball a half a yard forward every time <clears throat> when he's doing it. So mm-hmm. now they have video of him. So this is going to be I, like I, now it makes me wonder if they're going. They are going to outlaw this. What well, is kind of curious? I was going to bring it up earlier when we were talking about them. I am curious how they are unstoppable at that. You've seen it a million times, and they don't just get like you know eight, you know twelve inches and foot and a half. Maybe they get like two yards when they do that. I, I think they're and unstoppable. And other teams you trying, they don't do that. They're unstoppable because of Kelsey. They're not him moving an inch, the it's, ball up an inch. Kelsey is an absolute monster. It's Kelsey and Hurts. Too, it's, because, I mean, yeah. yeah, those two together. Other teams aren't successful because they don't have Kelsey. And, and you know the other thing, the thing that was outlawed by this for years ago when we talked about the push. Remember Reggie Bush when yeah. he pushed Leinart in the end zone against Notre Dame against Notre Dame, and everybody's like, "Well, that's an illegal play," and it was wasn't called that was the big deal some of these teams i've seen teams go out there and put like one of the smallest players behind the quarterback where other people are putting gigantic guys to shove him Mm -hmm. forward to actually try to get some momentum going forward the lease is officially done approved by the msa we'll talk orioles lease at 7 30 but on the other side jeremy khan it's the world of stupid we're gonna get into some interesting stories here so one of which you guys like feet is there anything? Uh, I like women's feet. I like there, pretty women's feet. Is there anything about a woman's, like, let's say a woman was born differently? And I'll, I'll give you an example, and it's not this one, but like, let's say she had six toes. Would that throw you off? Probably. Yeah. I, I want to get into what this woman was born without. Uh, it's an interesting story. Toes at all? <laughs> uh, and that would throw me off. I always love stories like this armed robber getaway car stolen by. Another crook in an ironic twist. How would you like to be that guy <laughs> that just robbed somebody and come out and someone stole your getaway car? We'll tell you that story coming up next in the world of stupid. That's crazy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I want to... 
I want to start off with the story. I like so I reposted the video of it. If you guys haven't seen it, it's pretty crazy. I sent it to Ed, and I don't know if you saw it, Rob, of the people that were they were in the car um doing like some donuts. And woman driver, people were out top of the sunroof, hanging out of the the what the the windows on the side, and the car rolls, the SUV flips, and there were three people um, that have life threatening injuries with this, and it's just kind of a scary situation where it's you know it's kids doing stupid stupid stuff. I almost said the wrong. Thing. <laughs> I know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you say, what? What happened? This happened in Colorado Springs. Man, I got a microphone from you. You can't say that word. Um, yeah, they were crushed after the car rolls, and the video of it is just horrific. Ed, I sent you the video. You saw it. Uh, Rob, have you seen this yet? No. Of the car rolling? Like, I, I'll have to find the other video and send it to you, but you can kind of see, like, and there was a woman driver. She's been charged with reckless driving. That's it rolling. You can't. It's not the video, but that's the still yeah, shot. I so saw can, it. Yeah. The, the people that were just crushed. I mean, I'm assuming stuff like this happens all the time, but now they said uh, people suffering life-threatening injuries were taken to a nearby hospital. So I can imagine what happens to this person is just doing something stupid. It's reckless driving that they're talking about her being charged with there, and it's still under investigation to find out if there was any other things going on. But the video is just insane, man. As you see people rushing over to try to help them, but what do you do when someone's been crushed by a car? I could see them lifting up the, you know, a group of people trying to push the car mm-hmm. on one side to help somebody out, and you're killing somebody on the other side because, I mean, they were hanging out of both yeah. windows and the sunroof. Just a really stupid situation. Play stupid games. Yep. Let's talk about this. Armed robbers, getaway cars stolen by another crook, an ironic twist. This happened in Colorado as well. A trio of armed robbers were ransacking a check cashing business in Colorado when another crook used the opportunity, yep, to steal their getaway car. This is hilarious. Uh, the incident unfolded around 11 a.m. on a Saturday at the high-low check, uh, check cashing in a Denver suburb. While the masked bandits were busy looting the storefront, they ended up being on the receiving end of what the uh, Commerce City Police Department gleefully describes as an unexpected ironic twist. A fourth criminal stole their getaway vehicle. Is this kind of like when someone calls the cops <laughs> that someone stole all their drug money or yeah, stole their kinda. drugs? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what do you do at that point in time? You take off on foot. But, of course, they were busted. We don't know. The investigators admitted if we got a solid description of it, we would release that there. Uh, two of the suspects in the armed robbery were quickly chased down and arrested by officers who raced to the scene. Obviously, they were on foot, so it wasn't a good way to get away <laughs> um, as their getaway car was stolen. Now, this last story, you guys like feet. I like w- pretty women's feet. Again, you just make that one thing. It's not like that. So my co-hosts here have foot fetish. Joe, you're you're not into the feet thing. I'm not into the feet thing. Rob, what if she was ugly but had pretty feet? I wouldn't be looking at her feet. Uh, what? It- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you only need one thing that you can't get past. Like, uh, yeah. See, if if she was ugly but had pretty feet, you still because I mean, with a foot fetish, you would think I don't have a foot fetish that you guys would like. Well. So I asked about Ed, would you have now I, I think the answer to this for Ed is no, because he I think he can look past a lot of things. If a woman had webbed toes, problem for you? Yeah. Oh. Six toes. Problem for you? Yeah. Hold on. But would it be a problem if she looked like what if it was a that was the one thing you went, Oh, Jesus, what is that? That would freak me out a little bit. Really? 
You wouldn't want to put that six toe in your mouth? No. 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 What, okay, so what about this woman? Who Let was, me tell you this. I, when I was young, and this started when I was young. I was probably 18, 19, I don't know. Your love for feet? Yeah, I was around when you started working at that shoe uh, store. I did. I was working in the shoe store then. <laughs> but it's funny you said it. I ended up asking a girl. She was managing the GNC in the mall. I mm-hmm. was selling shoes. Really pretty girl, red hair. I was such a and um, we went out, and you know, eventually we got to it. And then I got to see it, like her feet. It looked like she. Like she got her dinner from a lake. Like, you know, it's like. That did it for you? She had talent. It was like she just like, yeah. like, just it leave was her awful. Socks on. Oh, just leave her that, socks that, on. That was probably it, wasn't it? That was pretty much it's it. It's funny. You said you were around 18? Yeah. I was too. I was in college, and it was the first time you were around a lot of women's feet when you were in the training room with the other athletes. You know, you start glancing around, like, man, her feet are pretty. And I never really noticed women's feet until then. And that's when I thought. Yeah. Like in feet. If anybody, As Joe said, I sold lady shoes, yeah. so that was like. If anybody, so you had feet in your hands all the time. All the time, sure. you felt the bone structure. Yeah. Yeah. This is a foot fetish. You are just you are you are talking about your so foot you felt, fetish, man. Ain't, ain't nobody talking to you. So you felt the high arches, and, high arches. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If anybody would like to call in at four one zero five eight three one zero five seven, nothing like a woman. It's nothing like a woman anonymous. Pretty feet with high arches. Yeah, I don't have a foot fetish, but I love toes, and it happened when I was eighteen. A toe touched me here, and oh, it got me all excited. Like, what are we talking about here? I saw a girl's feet who played volleyball. I had to have her. Had to have her. Yeah. She didn't have like some gigantic feet. No. Now, what if it's a really big no. foot? Will you put a big foot in your mouth? Yeah, like I put random feet in my mouth. Some people do. <laughs> I mean, hey, can I put your foot in my mouth? No, it's not like that. Oh, I remember when I, I walked to... down the hallway wondering, <laughs> do those feet fit? No, man. I just remembered. So my shovel today is going to have to do with the guy that has a foot fetish, and I'm going to play you the sound of it. It's so great. But I still even told you this girl's affliction. Yeah. What, what is, is it? it? She was born without toenails. Huh. Now, it's kind of weird because you don't think about toenails and how important they might be. Yeah, to... you do. You think about them. No. Summertime. You think about you them. Never t- nobody thinks about toenails. It's kind of like eyebrows. Until they're gone, well, they that's pa- when you realize What is wrong with them? They're both important. What no, are you talking about? What, what do they paint if they don't have them? What are you talking about? If they paint them on? I, I'm saying they, I don't do care women, about your eyebrows. What do women paint if they don't have toenails? The skin. What do you mean? You don't care about the eyebrows. What does you look like, Frida Kahlo or something? That's fine. Some Hayek played Frida. What? Jobs with like yeah. his alopecia. I can't help looking at me and be like, oh, it's so Dobbs. weird that you don't have eyebrows. Leave that man alone. They should picture him next to Flacco with that unibrow. <laughs> there you go. Well, so this woman has this chronic condition where she can't. She was born without toenails. Oh, when her left yeah, foot yeah. revealed how she went from feeling like a freak to embracing her naked tootsies. Yeah, you embrace them, baby. After realizing she was she was not alone. It's just a part of who I am, she says. Now, would you put a toe? <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> I just saw her foot. Oh, never I changed my mind. <laughs> Toenails are so important. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! There you go. They oh. they curl up. They look like baby gerbils. Yeah. So the nail stops the skin from bubbling up like that. I guess. Huh? Well, they're not. They're like webbed. It looks like it. She's got a fin or something. 
but there's no there's no he swims so fast though it's just aerodynamic <laughs> can you see this show hydrodynamic yes that's it's, weird yeah. I would if I were hurt, I would just paint fake. Na- I would just paint like they were there. Yeah, I'd get press on nails and super glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's a cute girl too. So Ugh, she is? sorry for yeah, cute girl. Anyway, that's your world of stupid. Kim McCusick mm. joins us at eight o'clock in studio. But on the other side, the lease is officially approved by the MSA. Oza here to stay. We'll give you some details up next right here on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. What a Tuesday morning, Taco Tuesday, right here in Baltimore. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan Ed North, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn at 7.33. And the Baltimore Orioles, uh, we didn't think they were going anywhere, geographically speaking. I wasn't sure about the stadium situation, but they weren't moving. According to the AP, Maryland officials approved the lease extension for the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards on Monday. Uh formalizing a long-term agreement between the team and the state and capping months of negotiations that were challenged by how to proceed with future development plans near the ballpark. Uh, The deal extends the lease for 30 years with an option to end it after 15 if the team does not receive approval from state officials for development plans next to the stadium. So basically now, Ed, the ball is in your court, so to speak, for the state. Yeah, been approved. It's done. I mean, it's... Good news. Just wonder what they're going to do now and how they're going to spend the money and all these questions that now are raised. It just, look, I'm glad the news came out finally. But boy, you told her wait until the 11th hour. What's today, the 19th? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what? this whole thing, like waiting for it, like it was done, but it wasn't done. Yeah. Well, we agreed to get it done. It's like what are we what are we talking about here? And then finally uh, having it done and wondering what's going to happen uh, moving forward. You know, like everybody was the Orioles in, in one day made a move for a pitcher, not the guy that everyone wanted, and then get the lease done. So obviously it's a good sign moving forward, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things you don't have to worry about. Although I think most people, it's one of those Baltimore things again where we like to talk about how bad it could be. But we all, I don't think any of us really felt like they were ever leaving. There were too many things no. that had to happen for them to leave. Yeah, like most of the owners have to agree to it. Yeah. And that ain't happening. That's not going to happen. Not at all. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Also, guys, uh, there's been word out that the Orioles have received the uh, permission to sell the naming rights to Camden Yards. That's a shame. <laughs> Does that bother anyone? Yeah. No. It bothers me. I just think that's the way it's going. It I mean, is. We've, I mean, got, we've got athletes with... Uh, I mean, the NBA has sponsors on their jerseys now. I don't want that either. Like, I, we're going to get to the part like they did in uh, Talladega Nights, where they put, uh, um, you know, a, a 
the sponsor on the windshield, so they can't even see through right. the place driving. <laughs> it's like, what, I mean, there's just so many. Sp- if there's a way to make money, they'll they'll figure it out. I mean, the you talk about the Yankees having the whistle for that furniture store every time somebody strikes out up in New York, and all the different mm. you, know, you got the backdrops there, and this is sponsored by something, and now you get the cut-ins for DraftKings and FanDuel, or depending on which sport you're watching. So, corporations run America. Yeah, just, they just do. I can understand where Ed is coming from. So. From that from that standpoint, I get it, but I also know that what you have to pay athletes, just TV rights and 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 people going to the stadium isn't enough. You got to keep um, maximizing all of your earning potential. No, I get it. I, so, yeah. but, but, but I stop for a second mm-hmm. and try to get it from your standpoint, and I get where you're coming from because Camden Yards is is royalty. It is. And you think all well, the stadiums that are gone, there's no more Candlestick Park. Right, or, or, right. There's no Camden Yards and, you know, things like that. It's like, I don't want to play in the, you know, Joey Bag of Donuts Stadium. Like, I want to, they should have the you know, team names or the city name or the something Raven like Stadium that. Stadium always hit a name to it. Yeah. So that's different. Right. But Camden right. Yards since 1992 has been Oriole Park at Camden Yards. So I understand why fans, I, I I'm sorry, folks. I always think from the sports business standpoint. That's my education. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sports management, so I'm always thinking from sports business. You got to do it. You got to sell it. I still. I, call, they should have sold it ten years ago. I still call Pittsburgh Stadium Heinz Field, even though it's not Heinz Field that's anymore. Been for years, yeah. and, and you know, like that's the one thing that Ed's right about. Like, it's nice that you didn't have to sell it. And the only thing I hope is that if you are selling the naming rights that that stuff is getting flipped back into the team, and this yeah. isn't just a quick cash grab for you. But, again, I guess any money coming in, it's whatever you're putting out. It just sucks. I mean, you know I'm a, a rugby fan. and I, But now you look at some of these, you, you try to buy a jersey. The team logo is, like, tiny on, on the left chest. The corporate logo is huge in the middle of the shirt. So, like, it extends to, you know, to customers who are fans of the team where they're going to buy it. They're going to they're advertise your phone company. They're going to pay their hard-earned money to walk around as a billboard for you, as you know, whatever the carrier is, O2 and in England, well, Ireland. Well, look at the Arsenal uh, jerseys. They soccer have, too. The soccer. Yeah, Arsenal too. has. What's the name of that uh, airline? Emirates. Em- Emirates yeah. fly better on it, and yeah. then a the little patch, a little teeny patch on the left yeah. with the cannon on it. I mean, that's 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 why I don't have one. Maybe we should get. What if the uh, the league just said, "Hey, we need we need a fashion czar." We need someone to let us know everything that looks good and doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Would you be that guy, Ed? I do it. I do it right now. I leave before the end of the show. You they give me that job. The guys come in and like they walk in, they turn around. You look. look you're good. looking good. <laughs> you're looking good. Oh no, no baby, no. no. Less That's is not, more. Yeah. <laughs> Less is more. Ain't that the truth, dude? Dude, man, I was someplace yesterday. I had to be for lunch. Yes, and in the back of the restaurant. People were meeting for uh, after a funeral. Why? Dude had a black suit on. He had checkers and it's like lines in the suit. The suit came almost to his knee. <laughs> Jacket came almost to his knee. You jerks! Hey, you guys! Just, and he, he had a black suit, black shirt. Was he the minister who presided over the funeral? And white tie. Black suit, we had the checks in it. Mm-hmm. Solid black shirt, white tie. It's a funeral. Are you worried about what everybody's wearing for, huh? It's when people pay the most attention. Oh, stop it! Stop it yourself. I cringed. <laughs> <laughs> stop it yourself. <laughs> I cringed, man. 
I cringed. I wanted to say, sir, come here for a second. Let me, let me. Just bip you let off me the back you, of the head. Let me tell you what Tyrone Lawson told me. Shirt should not, I mean, the suit jacket should not drop below the bottom of your glutes. And it no. also should not have more than three buttons. You got three buttons, you're pushing it. Yeah, three but buttons are traditional suits. I'm a two-button guy. Yeah. What if he was left that suit from Allen Iverson? And anybody knows what the NBA players were wearing back in the day should know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I see some, like, you know me, I don't care about I look back and said, what were we thinking? Like, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because you only wear it once. Because, you know, he used to buy a wardrobe in every city he went to. Did he really? Every city, and he'd leave it there. And they were always like, they said that about uh, Kevin Hart in video games. Whenever mm-hmm. he would buy, like, he would just leave it. Yeah. Alan Iverson, like a he, new PS5. wherever he was on the road, he'd go shopping and then leave the clothes. Not as expensive, but they said Jerry Lewis never wore a pair of socks twice. Really? Mm-hmm. Not as expensive as I don't know. One outfit. of the best advice, piece of advice I got was from one of my mentors, Howard Safer. He's, just, he's the guy who just passed away. I love the man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a police commissioner in New York when he made me deputy commissioner. And his advice was, he's Jewish, he goes, you want to succeed in life? Think Yiddish, dress British. It's like, hmm. Mm. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. You don't get it? We'll explain to you in the brief. Business acumen and dress conservatively. Speak Yiddish? No. Thanks. They speak Yiddish, you idiots. Thank Kim McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock. But on the other side, NFL, are the Browns a legit threat in the AFC? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Flacco looking downfield. Open. Oh, Cooper oh, makes the catch oh, and breaks free. Oh, Cooper tiptoes all the way for the touchdown. Kim McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock. But right now, the uh, Cleveland Browns find themselves right smack dab in the play, middle of the playoff race. In fact, if the season were to end today, the Cleveland Browns would be the five seed. They would travel to, what is that, the two seed. No, 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 no. They would travel to the four seed, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Do you want to see the Browns versus the Jags in the first round of the playoffs? No. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind. Why? I want to see that. It's an ugly game. It's an ugly game. I want to see that. Well, no matter what you put it, there's, there's going to be three backup quarterbacks at a minimum yeah, in I the mean, AFC playoffs. At a minimum. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But are the, are the Cleveland Browns a legitimate threat to the AFC now? Yes. I think so. I don't. Uh, but go ahead. I mean, I, I'll give you well, I don't think they're better than the Ravens or the Chiefs, but I still think they're a legitimate threat because you know how it is. This now becomes football's different. It's not a series, mm-hmm. so I don't care how you play it throughout the year. We've seen teams that have barely got into the playoffs. Didn't the Giants win with like barely, you know, eking in? Yeah, so, I mean, well, you could beat anybody any given Sunday. So yeah, you don't know. Yeah, so I mean, to for that line of thinking, yeah, one hundred percent that they're still alive and they're a threat in the AFC because they're more than likely going to get in, but. From my standpoint, on, they're, they're so inconsistent. Come on, man. And if you go back to last week, mm-hmm. like the Bears have blown. Do you guys realize the Bears could be one game out of the lead had they not blown double-digit leads in the fourth quarter this year? Mm-hmm. They've done it multiple times, yeah. once against the Lions here recently and in this past week against the Browns. I just watched the Browns go out and get destroyed by the Rams, but now I think the Rams are a little bit better than what we thought. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, the I don't Ravens know. a hard time. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about this Browns team. I don't believe in Flacco. Like, this is kind of a cool story and all that, but I'm not buying into all this. Like, he just caught lightning in a bottle, and, hey, it's just Joe. He threw three picks the last game. He threw was three the reason picks. they were behind, yeah. and then he took them all the way back and, and he won. won. Yeah. So you can't take that away from him, but but it's there's so much inconsistency that I don't think you can win in the postseason playing that way. Yeah, he threw three picks, and he took them all the way back to win against the Bears. 
Mm-hmm. How, oh, wait a minute, though. I Both mean, you good, guys were talking how good the Bears were playing, though, when they, they went into that game. But, but good team. Yeah. Good team. No, Jeremy was. Good teams. I said uh, uh, Justin Fields is playing well. You good teams know. aren't going to let you do that. Good teams aren't going to let you do that. Turn the football over that many times and, and come back to beat them. I, I don't think the Browns – I think the Browns are a legitimate playoff team. I think they get – if you're the five seed with three weeks left, you got to do a lot to get out. You know what I mean? You're not the seven. You're not. You're not – the the Indianapolis Colts, the seven seed. You're the five seed. You know, a couple of people. You're the five seed with a with a full game lead over those two teams behind you. It takes some things with three games left for you to get out of the playoffs. I think they're probably going to be a playoff team. I just think once they get in, I don't. To me, I'm not threatened by their presence. Nope. I, there's nothing that. Well, I mean, their defense is good, but again, like if the Ravens ran into them, the thing that would make me nervous is familiarity, and that's the weird thing to Ed's point of like. Once you get in, you don't know who you're going to see. And what happens if it is a, a playoffs that are filled with AFC South and AFC North teams? Well, everybody's pointing to the Steeler game. It's a 7-17. to Why are we so afraid? Because of familiarity and, and rivalry. Yeah. People are pointing to, mm, you never know about that. You don't know. Everything goes out the window. That's true. Yeah, and you brought it up. Like Again, you don't know who's going to get hot at the right time. Baker got hot and had a perfect passer rating. Remember how we were arguing about perfect passer ratings? And Baker got one. <laughs> he did. He did. Not many do. No, he was oh, looking boy. good. <laughs> Who did it? Baker. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Why does he always come after you? <laughs> I don't always, know. Always, always comes after you. He's going to get the Tommy DeVito treatment I'm, soon. I'm surprised you haven't hey. plucked him by now. I'm surprised you haven't plucked him by hey, now. Hey, good thing for Tommy, though, when the PR team came in and said they wanted him to rate his five favorite episodes of the uh, Sopranos, he said, look, enough of the Italian crap, guys. I just want to play football. Good for him. Hey. And then, and then after that. <laughs> Tommy the, Cutlets. After that, did he answer? <laughs> Probably. How old is he, though? 20. So would he really have favorite episodes of the Sopranos? It, that's what he, he just, he's tired of the Italian. Like, they had him sit down and go over his favorite, what was it, pastas and different Italian dishes. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's, he's 25 years old. I mean, would he really have favorite episodes of the Sopranos at 25? Perhaps is that in his wheelhouse? I, maybe. He probably knows more episodes of the Sopornos, which was the spinoff porn series <laughs> that a friend of mine told me about. Yeah, you did, told you about You didn't see it yourself. <laughs> no, I never saw that. Who's the biggest out of all the teams? And we know who the three favorites are. The, who, who are the top three teams in the playoffs of the AFC, in your opinion? I'm, I got my top no, three no, no, teams No, 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 no. That's your top three. AFC, biggest threats in the AFC will be the Ravens, be the Ravens. Chiefs, Bills. Bills. So you're not saying it, the Dolphins. No. I'm with you on that. Who are you saying? I'm saying the Ravens, the Bills, and I'm saying the Dolphins. Oh, so, so you got the Chiefs out of it. Hmm. Not no. out of it. I just like not, not being the top three. There's nothing three playoff threats. There's nothing about them right now that scares me, and that includes Pat Mahomes. So out of the non-three playoff th- legitimate teams, who's the biggest scare? Out. Take those aside. Who's the biggest scare to get in? You mean to to disrupt things? So your top three teams, right? Push them aside. You okay. can't use them. Other than that, who's your biggest threat in the AFC? To disrupt things yes. in the playoffs? Yes. My, mine are the Ravens, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs, like 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 Ed said. Oh, no, you left the Bills out. Yeah. Oh, so you think the – so you got the Bills no, out. No, sorry, the Bills, not the Dolphins. The Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Bills. Well, I have the easy Those one to go to because of the Chiefs because they've been there before, which would be scary. And I think for you guys, it ha- the Bills are playing some of the best football right now. The, the Dolphins are the team that can disrupt things. Yeah. Big time. Because I don't have them in my top three of playoff teams. They could disrupt some things. Oh, I thought you did because you said you agreed with me. Oh, no, no. You, did you have Dolphins? No, I had Bills. That's what I'm saying. 
I accidentally said Dolphins. I agree. My, oh, three, oh. my three of yours, yeah. Dolphins are left out. Gotcha. And they, they had the chance to really disrupt things. Yeah, in absolutely. And TC just wrote, the Browns have that wild card Saturday at 4 p.m. playoff team look. Yeah, that's right. Who's the, who just got, oh, yeah, let's put the Browns at 4 on Saturday. And then the Browns versus Indy at 4. Oh, great. The, the warm-up game. Yeah, whatever. I mean, Watch them the advance. I, I, oh, against yeah. Indy, I, mean. yeah. I don't know who's going to win the no, AFC South. Advance against, no. advance against the South team. That's not a big deal. Yeah, whatever. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Commission's Baltimore at 830. But on the other side, Kim McCusick going to join us breaking down Sunday Night Football like no one else can right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 